Greetings in the name of our wonderful Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. This devotional is titled, Christ Came to Fulfill the Law and the Prophets. The Law and the Prophets find their completion in Christ. We as believers are no longer under the legal code of the Mosaic Law. But we are under Christ. We are under the law of Christ, which is the law of love. Matthew 5.17, Jesus said there, Do not think that I came to destroy the law or the prophets. I came not to destroy, but to fulfill. The law and the prophets refers to the entire Old Testament. Christ did not come to destroy any part of the Old Testament. The word destroy means to abolish, to throw down, to demolish. This word was often used in reference to, demolish, to the demolishing of a building in the sense of destroying it or tearing it down completely. What, Christ, what did Christ mean when he said he came to fulfill the law and the prophets? In what sense did he fulfill the Old Testament scriptures? Well, there are three main ideas about what this may mean. Fulfill. It may mean uh, fulfill prophetically. That's one idea. It may mean he came to fulfill it obediently. And number three, it may mean fulfill in the sense of spiritually. Well, in a sense, all of these are true. And there certainly is overlap here. Prophetically, Christ came to fulfill all the Old Testament types and prophecies. They all find their fulfillment in him as he taught the two disciples on the Emmaus Road, Luke 24, 44. Christ also, Christ also fulfilled the law and the prophets in the sense that he obeyed them perfectly. Repeatedly, we find in the New Testament that Christ was without sin, which is to say he obeyed the law of God perfectly. These views are true theologically, but there is a third view to be considered. The word fulfill means to fill out, to expand, or to complete. It does not mean to bring to an end, but rather to develop in a fuller sense. Fulfill in this sense is not so much about Jesus obeying the scriptures, but rather on his giving them their full intended meaning. In context, this is the sense in the formula quotations where Jesus repeatedly says, but I say to you, and then gives a deeper sense of the meaning of the scriptures. We find this in verse uh, 22, 28, 32, 34, 39, and 44 in Matthew 5. Jesus, the Messiah, came to show us the true deeper intent of the Old Testament scriptures. John MacArthur says, quote, We are not to think that Jesus' teaching in the verses that follow was meant to alter, abrogate, or replace the moral content of the Old Testament law. He was, giving, he was neither giving a new law nor modifying the old, but rather explaining the true significance of the moral content of Moses' law and the rest of the Old Testament. End quote. Tim LaHaye says, Having laid the foundation of the message in the summary statements of the Beatitudes, Jesus now proceeds to show the superiority of his message to that of the law of Moses. 
The New Testament gospel is not contradictory to the Old Testament law. Rather, it is the fulfillment of the spiritual intention of that law through the person and work of Jesus Christ. End of quote. Tim LaHaye. ESV Study Bible says, The entire Old Testament is the expression of God's will, but is now to be taught according to Jesus' interpretation of its intent and meaning. End quote. In Christ, we are not under the legal code of the Mosaic Law, Romans 10.4. However, there is an abiding glory of God ethic contained within the law that never changes. Romans 3.19 and 20 and verse 23. We are no longer under the law of Moses, but that does not mean we are lawless. We as believers are now under the law of Christ, as Paul calls it in 1 Corinthians 9.21. Christ has now become our rule of life. The point of continuity between the law of Moses and the law of Christ is found in the issue of love. God is love, 1 John 4.8. This reality never changes. This is always the standard. Jesus said the entire law and the prophets hangs on two commandments, loving God with your all and loving your neighbor as yourself, Matthew 22, 36 through 40. The Mosaic law framed this in terms of outward obedience with a penal code for noncompliance. No one could live up to it. But now Jesus comes along and teaches something deeper. The moral intent of the law finds its ultimate fulfillment in him. In Christ, we are now empowered to live out love in a way we could never do under the law of Moses. The issue now is not about the legal code of the law, but rather about keeping the spirit of the law. This is indeed a fulfillment of the law on a deeper sense than was ever known before. Romans 8, 3 and 4, but for what the law could not do and that it was weak through the flesh, God did by sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh. On account of sin, he condemned sin in the flesh, that the righteous requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. When we walk in the power of the Spirit, we actually fulfill the deeper intention of the laws taught by Christ, which is made possible by Christ in his first coming. Paul in Galatians 6.2 shows that the law of Christ is really the law of love. For us now, the emphasis is not on outward conformity to a legal code, but rather on yielding to the Spirit, of which the chief fruit is love. Galatians 5, 13 and 14, For you, brethren, have been called to liberty. Only do not use liberty as an opportunity for the flesh, but through love serve one another. For all the laws fulfilled in one word, even in this, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. So we are not under the law of Moses, but we are under the law of love as found in Christ. Christ came to fulfill the law in the sense that the righteous requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us as we walk in the Spirit. The legal code found in the law of Moses is not binding today. However, the moral principles embodied in the, in the law 
that reflect the very unchanging nature of God are still binding. The glory of God ethic is still the standard. And indeed, through the new covenant Holy Spirit realities, by the grace of God, we can now live according to this higher standard as taught by Christ as we walk in the Spirit. Our walk is a work in progress. But as we walk in the Spirit, we fulfill the righteous requirement of the law. Christ came to make this possible. In this sense, he came to fulfill the law to make possible the fulfillment of it in our lives. We can now live out love as intended by God. Christ's deeper fulfillment of the law, seen in his teaching. He modeled it. He inaugurated it through his blood of the new covenant. And he sent the Holy Spirit to empower us to live it. Romans 13, 8 through 10, Owe no one anything except to love one another. For he who loves another has fulfilled the law. For the commandments, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not murder, you shall not steal, you shall not bear false witness, you shall not covet. And if there is any other commandment, are all summed up in this saying, namely, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. Love does no harm to a neighbor. Therefore, love is the fulfillment of the law. We're not under the law of Moses. We're under the law of Christ which is the law of love. And in this sense, Christ came to fulfill the law, not to destroy it. Lord, we thank you for your word. It all ties together as we understand it correctly. And we find it all tying together in the person of Jesus Christ. He is the fulfillment. He is the completion of the law and the prophets. And uh, Lord, we thank you for uh, the Holy Spirit who now has come uh, to empower us uh, to live out the fulfillment of this high standard, this ethical standard, this glory of God standard is found in the law. Yes, uh, love was commanded under the law of Moses, but the power was missing. We couldn't live it out. But now in Christ, uh, we have the power by the Holy Spirit to live out the fulfillment of it as you intend. Lord, may the law of love be obvious in our lives as we continue to serve you. I pray in Christ's name. Amen.